Chapter 14 What Happens When You Make a Hit Song When you make a hit song and it starts gaining traction and momentum, your phone will start ringing nonstop. All of a sudden, everyone will want to jump on the bandwagon and be a part of your success. People who you probably never thought you'd be in contact with will start reaching out to you, hoping to get a piece of the small fortune that you are about to accumulate. People will try to pull you in every direction possible, so it's best that you and your team stay grounded. Don't make yourself so easily accessible either. If you made it this far, then you obviously have an email set up, which is probably the best form of contact. I say that because emailing people keeps you at a nice distance from them. They never truly know who's on the other end of the email when you respond to them. They don't know if they're talking to you, your manager, your lawyer, or your mom. It's best to keep things this way. People will find ways of getting your phone number so that they can call you with their nonsense, with the exception of those who actually are looking to do solid business. Try your best not to entertain it at all. Don't get caught up in too many phone conversations with random people either. It can be a big waste of time. People always have a lot to say and people always talk a good one when they're trying to get close to you. People will talk your ear off and want you to appear at this or that event in order to help bring some of your buzz their way. Don't fall for this. Now that you have a hit song, it's time for you and your team to get paid. The only people that you need to be speaking to at this point are show promoters and booking agents. Show promoters are people who have built working relationships with several venues where you may be able to perform for a paid fee. Depending on how big your song is at the time, you may be getting offers anywhere between $500 to $10,000 to perform. You will probably need a song in the top 40 and below to demand show prices as high as $10,000 or more. Use your best judgment when agreeing to perform at venues. The goal is for you to make money and not spread yourself too thin. People will email you and ask you, How much is your performance rate? Never respond with a set number. Always ask what their offer is first. That way you can gauge if you'd even like to continue communication with that person. You may be setting your bar too low and underestimating your value, so it's always good to get a general idea of what your different performance offer prices are. After you get an idea of what you're worth, then you can start giving people set amounts. Partnering with a booking agency may be your best bet. When my first project was at its height, some of the top booking agents were flying out to have meetings with us. If booking agents aren't reaching out to you, then maybe you need to continue building your buzz. A booking agent will not reach out to you unless they are aware of your brand. Emailing a booking agent that is not interested in booking you does not work from my experience. Booking agents only want to deal with the hottest acts. Their goal is to book you at the highest rate so that they can take their 10% booking fee. If you're only demanding $500 per show, then it's probably not worthwhile for a booking agent because they'd only be receiving $50 per show, which is peanuts to them. Handling your own bookings is the best route to take before you reach the next level. Your next goal would probably be to continue building your buzz until a more known artist wants you to open up for them. In that case, you may be getting only $1,000 per show. But if it's a tour with 10 to 30 dates, you could easily generate ten to $30,000 in a month or two. 
Allowing opportunities to happen organically is the best way to do it, in my opinion. Being hasty and seeming thirsty is a big turnoff for most people. Be humble with your song's success and continue to build your buzz until it really pays off. Try not to get too excited and stay humble. If someone makes an offer for you to perform and it's too low, then respectfully decline. Never respond in an arrogant way and never feel disrespected by low offers. Promoters are in the business to make a profit also, and at times you may have to compromise. Some venues are small and the promoters can only generate a certain amount in sales based off your buzz. Find out what your best offer is and find out your lowest offer. That way you will have a good idea of your performance value. Booking too many shows at a low rate can damage opportunities of getting paid more in the future. Show promoters may be in contact with other promoters and may refer to each other to find out what a specific artist has charged for booking in the past. That is why it's best to figure out your maximum rate before you make a bunch of obligations to lower paying shows. Your booking price can go up overnight, so it may be in your best interest to only book the highest paying shows. Some artists are very eager to perform in front of a live audience, but you must not be too hasty. Remember, if you're getting a thousand streams a day on YouTube, it's not much different than performing in front of a thousand people at a show. Performing in front of people is a good way to get your brand out there, but I think it's better to be efficient. If a show promoter sends you an offer to perform and uses the term all in, then that means you will be responsible for covering the costs of your travel and hotel. You may find that after paying for flights, taxi services, hotel, and food, you may be breaking even. This is not worth your time, unless your goal is to travel places and perform without making any money. If you get an all-in offer, never book a show without considering the price of flights, hotel, and travel costs. If you and your team aren't making a profit, then it defeats the purpose in traveling somewhere to perform. Like I said, you can reach plenty of people daily by simply putting content on YouTube often. You don't need to be in anyone's face to build your brand. Make sure it's worth your while. The bigger your song gets, you may start receiving calls from old friends or people you may have known in the past. This is natural. Some people may be calling just to say hello and acknowledge that they see you succeeding. Others will find it as an opportunity to try to get something out of you. You may not have received your first royalty yet, but the public perception may be that you are rich because you have a viral video or a song on the radio. Stay clear of anyone who seems to be an opportunist looking to use you for your new success. Some people will genuinely be happy and proud of your success. Others will really start acting fake and start to despise you. You must be very careful as you get closer to ultimate success. This is usually when you will start experiencing the most turmoil and will have to decide who your real friends and family are. Having a hit song is similar to winning the lottery. People will feel that just because they know or knew you at some point in your life, that they have some entitlement to your future income. Stay clear of anyone looking to come up off of you. If they weren't there when you were struggling to build your brand, then they need to continue to stay on the sidelines. There's nothing wrong with being an inspiration to people and accepting the blessings that people may send your way. But don't let people infiltrate your organization. These are the worst types of people. Most times, people don't want to help bake the cake, but they want a piece of it when it comes out the oven. And that's not fair to you as the baker. You're the one who had to gather the flour, the eggs, the milk, the heat for the stove. 
you're the one who even thought to make a cake and spent the time mixing the ingredients to make the cake better. It's not fair for someone to show up after the cake is baked with his or her plate out. Don't get caught up with these types of people. You must also learn to divert requests that people may ask of you to someone else in your team, even if that person doesn't truly exist. For years, anytime someone would call my business line, I'd never admit that they were speaking to me, the owner of the company. I would always say my name is Ty, the head of customer service. Don't give people the benefit of thinking that they are talking to the boss. Always make it seem like they must go through different channels to reach the boss. You can't call the Facebook hotline and reach Mark Zuckerberg. Keep it like this for your business, even if you don't have many employees. This will always create the impression that your organization is bigger than it really is. People tend to have more respect for big businesses. Always make it seem as if you are not the point person to contact. If you have a problem saying no to people, always say, I will have to talk to my team and get back to you about that. This way, you divert the pressure off yourself and you direct it to the unknown. Directing people to the unknown keeps them off balance, leaving them without a conclusion. When you leave someone to no conclusion, then it keeps them interested and it makes them want to get to the bottom of the situation, which you will never allow them. When people feel like they know you or they can easily reach you, they may try to do whatever they can to take advantage. This business is all about you being at the full advantage. Keep your advantage. Be as hard to reach as you possibly can. Surround yourself in an air of mystery. Try your best not to respond to everyone. Some people will reach out to you with no business at all, just to see if they can get a response or get in contact with you. This is why they call it the music game. You win the game by keeping people off balance. No one should be able to predict your next move. Being hasty to respond to people will only make you seem regular to them. True celebrities are not easy to reach. If it were easy to reach Beyonce, then she wouldn't be Beyonce. You can't just pick up the phone and get Tom Cruise on the line. Create a space between you and whoever is reaching out to you. Remember, if someone is emailing or calling you, they are already interested in you. You keep people interested in you by not being interested in them. You're supposed to be busy working on great music and art instead of worrying about what some guy in an email is talking about. Don't be so fast to give people what they want from you. Some people are just looking for the satisfaction in knowing that they have some sort of control of you, whether it's picking up the phone when they call or, or responding to their email in a fast manner. Don't let anyone get the upper hand on you. Don't give anyone the satisfaction of feeling as if they got you. People like to pursue. Let them pursue you. Never be an easy catch. Never fall for their bait. Nowadays, everyone is on Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, etc. And it's devaluing what a celebrity really is. A celebrity is someone who is celebrated. Let people celebrate you and leave it at that. People should never feel like they can touch you. The minute that you can be touched is the minute that people start looking at you as a regular mortal human being. Remember, you are not regular anymore. You have created a hit song. You are now in an elite club of artists and hit makers. Communicate with other elite people who can bring value to your situation. If people are not bringing value to your brand, then they are taking away from it. You do not need to respond to everyone. Leave people wondering if you even read their email. They'll email you again later and continue to pursue you. When they finally do reach you, 
They will feel like they had to work to get to you. And that is the distance that you need to keep. No one ever respects the easy slut girl that cheers her vagina with everyone at school. Most men desire women who seem out of their league and they're often intimidated to even speak to them. I remember when my artist became famous and had a hit song and then all of a sudden he had all of these new friends. I frowned upon it. Yet, I let him do his own thing. I knew that this would be part of his downfall. He seemed like a lonely person before the success, and he was embracing all of the new people that were coming in his life. Meanwhile, all of these people were using the buzz that I helped to create, but not bringing any real value back to our business. Next thing I knew, we couldn't go anywhere without 10 people following behind us. I remember once we were going to an event, and I called two SUVs to come pick us up. We really only needed one, but we had to call two because there were so many people that were tagging along. We couldn't even all fit in the two trucks because he had a gang of people that just wanted to tag along. It was disgusting. I'm personally at the point in my life where I don't need any new friends unless they are helping to bring some sort of value in my life. These people will come and go as soon as your song starts to die down. Stay away from people who do not care about your true well-being. Be very careful of who you bring into your circle. It can be your downfall.